If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today as usual. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get busy real quickly with what Elsenia Rudnin had to say this morning. Ast- astonishing things you never knew about fossil fuels from Bill McKibben. Here's what people don't always get about fossil fuel. It's utterly wasteful. Yes, burn it. And then you have to get, to get some more and burn it again at infinitum. That's why Exxon likes the business model so much. You need to buy more every month. Renewable energy is different. Yes, you have mine uh, some lithium and cobalt to build your solar panels or wind turbine or your battery. And yes, we have to make sure we do that as humanely and with as much environmental rigor as we can. But once you're built that panel and shift it off across the ocean to wherever it needed, that's it for a quarter of a century. It stands there and the sun delivers energy simply by rising across the horizon. It dramatically dematerialized the world. You can do the same experiment over and over again. There are hundreds, thousands of oil tankers circling the U.S. in the electric vehicle world, which is where we're headed. They won't be taking up space, crashing, polluting the air. There is an endless network of pipelines regularly spilling and exploding. Yes, you need transmission lines to move electrons around, but they are far less dangerous and intrusive. Hell, 11% of the energy that America currently uses simply goes to finding more energy. Think about that. I didn't know that number. Second item, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, great Bernie Sanders says, Democrats need major course correction to prevent GOP takeover. It's no great secret that the Republican Party is winning more and more support from the working people. Bernie Sanders said, it's not because the Republican Party has anything to say to them. It's because in too many ways the Democrats Party has turned its back on the working class. That's what I've been saying. 40 plus years of neoliberal policies has solidified corporate control, created stagnant wages, a weak social safety net, and low upward mobility, economic mobility, while cost of living increases continue to rise. Of course, working people are sick and tired of it. Sadly, Far too many turn to Republicans who tangibly offer working class people less than nothing rather than trying to build a third party. At this point, build back better is must-pass legislation or awaits disaster. Likewise, we got Egberto, mind putting this on the screen? Let's see what it is first. Low, ah, I love that one. Yes, that, that actually can make it onto the screen. If I can go ahead and get her Fired up. I'll put her on the screen for you, Mr. Rudnin. Let's go ahead and get that one on the screen. I think it is coming as we speak. There it is, guys. That is uh, low wages, high rents. In other words, you're getting the squeeze. The rent's going up. Your wages are stagnant. What happens? You crush. Either your wage go down or whatever. You're crushed. You're crushed. You're crushed. Exactly right. Okay. I think that does it there. Go ahead and continue with the program. That was a good one, Redman. I, I actually, I really like that one. That's a good one. Hey, where are we getting some drop packets by bringing up that website? That website may be eating kind of a lot of resources from the graphic card. So I got, I pulled that down real quickly. Okay, continuing, 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 continuing. All right, um, 
continuing with uh, your, your information, we have horrible 19 people, including nine children, they reduced it to 17, were killed in an apartment fire in the Bronx in New York Sunday. One of the worst fire disasters in the city in 30 years. 44 people are injured, including 13 who remain hospitalized in critical condition. City fire commissioners say it's malfunctioning space heater caused the blaze. And they're talking about doors left open and not being able to shut off the fire or localize the fire was a problematic issue. You know, I mean, we have all kinds of things with, with infrastructure if we were just to take a look at it. Anyhow, folks, 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 welcome aboard. ABQ. El Senor Rodney, welcome over. Tiala Wilson, if your title is true indeed, it's been dead for a decade or more. The whole system is a force. Tiala Wilson, stay with us. We're going to talk about it. Eric Hayes says, whoa, Supreme Court justice getting COVID numbers may wrong 100 kills. Wow, the Supreme Court justice getting COVID numbers way wrong. 100K kids in hospital or severe sickness when it's 3,500. And the CDC director doesn't know current numbers and keeps changing the COVID messages. No wonder the public is fed up with all of this. So inexcusable and frankly embarrassing is what Eric says. And you know, Eric, you're partially correct, not completely correct, but you're partially correct in the mixed messages. Unfortunately, the mixed messages are coming out because as usual, the government trying to appease the corporatocracy if we were to get away from the appeasement of the corporatocracy, that would be a moot point, right? And I think everybody would agree here. The idea is we just need to put out the science and let the science reign. Right now, people are worried, are people are going to be able to go to work? Can they do this? Can they do that? That is the issue right now. But anyhow, um, let, let's go ahead and continue. Uh, let me go ahead and clear a signal here before I get here. Okay. All right, next one. Eric Hayes also says, AOC now has it, has it hope she gets well soon. So does this change the minds that this is a virus of all people, not just the unvaccinated? We should all be mindful and be careful to quit. Again, I can't, I can't, I can't choose to cure willful ignorance. Uh, the vaccine, the initial messaging was take the vaccine and you won't get the thing. But their vaccines don't quite work that way, right? Uh, you can get a vaccine and still get the disease just that your body is able to fight off the disease and kill it. Some people's uh, immune system will be able to kill it before it even gets a chance to duplicate and be detectable. But I mean, the idea is you have the vaccine because everybody's going to get the virus. The difference is that your immune system is going to kill the virus before it gets a chance to metastasize throughout your body. That's the idea. So if you have a test that measures, you know, you, you hear a lot of people talk about, well, this person is a, is a um, non-symptomatic or asymptomatic person with the disease. Everybody who gets the disease is not going to show symptoms. So there are a lot of people walking around with the disease who don't know they have it. And the reason they don't know they have it is because what again? Because their, their system is taking good care of it. Again, it is, it is, it is foolish to continue to try to give people reasons not to take the vaccines when the evidence is there that even if you get a breakthrough infection, you do better if you have the vaccine as opposed to not having the vaccine. This isn't brain science. This isn't rocket science. This isn't brain surgery. Stop trying to find a fault of taking the vaccine, Mr. Eric Hayes. You've had the vaccine, Mr. Eric Hayes. 
Start promoting that people take the vaccine, Eric. That would be the responsible thing to do. It is irresponsible to find all kinds of conspiracy bunk or to find the ineptitude of the CDC or the ineptitude of these different agencies as reason to get your friends, your families, and your foes ill. Stop it. It is imperative that everybody takes the vaccine. And those who don't take the vaccines, they should let them pay the price. Yes, at this point. But hurry and go, go, go your way and not give the vaccine that, uh, give the, 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 the virus that much time to mutate. Come on, folks, grow up. Blame game that is the motto for great government and current policy. No, I think if you look at the blame game, turn to Fox News and you see what blame game looks like. Tiala Wilson says, and even the ones who come in good corrupted by system standards, for that reason, uh, part, they still have to fall in line play. Look at Bernie bowed out because of pressure from his side. Yes, he bowed out because he thought more, Tiana Wilson, about you and others that, you know, to make a compromise now. Here's what we have to do, though, Tiana. This is important, Tiana. I want you to listen to me. Everybody wants to say, because of mansion and cinema and the Democrats not getting the things that they need to get done done, people are going to stay home and not vote. That is the most asinine statement there is, my dear sister. You didn't say it, but a lot of people are pushing it from the top because that's what they want. They want to tell a story and have it effectuated in reality. Okay? So the worst thing one could do is if Manchin screws up and we don't get the voter bills passed, we don't get Build Back Better passed in 2022 this year, the worst advice you could give folks is to say, well, you didn't come through for us, so we're not going to vote. That is silly. What you have to do is say, what we have to have is a strategic effort in the primaries to bring in progressives who will effectuate the policies we are talking about. That is what we have to do. We have to remember it's we the people. Right now, once you say, I'm not going to vote, you are ceding the country to the corporatocracy, the plutocracy, the oligarchy. You are saying, I am a weak SOB and I will never have power. I am never, ever willing to concede our, our collective power to a few charlatanes who own a bunch of money. So what I'm telling you, you don't, whenever you hear that statement, you don't allow folks to say, well, I'm, I just, I'm throwing my hands in the air. It doesn't make any difference. That's not fighting. Fighting means you go from battle one to battle two to battle three. You're going to lose a lot of those battles. But win the war. And winning the war means electing those who we want to get elected. Don't, don't buy into what you're hearing on TV. Oh, if, if, if Biden doesn't get it passed. Biden is one man. I've never put any hope in Biden or, or, or Bernie or anyone. I put hopes in us. We are the ones who have to tell them what to do. And we have to remember that, can we really tell them what to do? Hell yes, because we can vote them out. That's the difference between a government and a corporation. A corporation can do as they please. That's why when I hear things like, oh, let's leave it up to the government, up to the corporation, because government don't work. Whenever you say government don't work, you're saying that you are an imbecile. Because if you believe government don't work, that means we are saying we are all imbeciles. 
because we can't get something to work. And you know what? You are not. I am not. But what we have to do is get the resolve to get things done to Yala. Carl Cox says, if all the, the, if all the Democratic politicians don't follow AOC, Sanders, and Warren, then American democracy is doomed. And that is why we have to work hard in the upcoming election. Uh, my, uh, Eric, Michael Rodney said, Eric Hayes, he needs better sources badly. Hello, everyone from Long Beach, says May Wood. Michael Rodney says, Newsbreak doesn't know how to distinguish good sourcing from crap or publishes both. E2247 says, no, sweetie, I live in the suburbs. A conversation with VA moms of color, 28 minutes podcast. Thank you, sir. Uh, Daniel says, it's not vaccine, it's a treatment. Um, it's a vaccine. Uh, E2247 says, the suburban women problem, the treatments are like the, the uh, anti-nucleal kind of a treatment. The other thing is a vaccine because of the way it actually works and the way it interacts with your immune system, it's a vaccine, okay? It is a vaccine. The, the mononucleoids and the, uh, uh, the nucleoids, what they actually do is they go ahead and attack directly the virus, etc. If I If I read correctly, the difference is the vaccine teaches your immune system how to respond. That's why in the particular vaccine, they give the spike, uh, something that is common to the virus itself. In this case, it was a spike protein. And that thing mimics the spike protein. Your immune system learns how to uh, attach to the spike protein and, and diffuse it. And that's what it is. That's why it's called a vaccine. Okay? Anyhow, let's continue. Uh, Mary Trump, extensive interview with Rachel, of Rachel and Alexander Vidman. Uh, Linda Joe Kessinger, welcome. She says, hey, everyone. E2247 says, Mary Trump emphasizes the need to call things by what they truly are and how language makes or breaks a country. Exactly. And you know, Ted Cruz got it right. He called the insurrection a terrorist attack. Of course, he had to run. And well, I have a little piece to show you about that. Eric Hayes says, uh, Daniel, the vaccine is experimental. Feel uh, free to take all you lab mice. Okay, you feel free to die, Daniel. It's not experimental. It's technology that's been developed over several decades. Uh, the only reason they test these things the way they test it is that you may, as an example, you throw a foreign body into you, your, your immune system. They have to make sure that the way they design this foreign body that, that is non-lethal is that it works in the broadest amount of people. Again, remember, the vaccine is a foreign body just like the virus is a foreign body. But it's a foreign body that is not lethal, that it teaches your immune system how to work against that spike. And my hunch is, and I don't know this for a fact, is that mRNA do not replicate. Meaning, while a virus replicates, uses your cell to replicate, an mRNA does not replicate, if, I'm, if, I, if I got that correct. Eric Hayes says, so why smart and going massless to Florida to bars right like AOC? What does that speak of? Oh? You know, you, you think of a lot of simplistic things. AOC is her own person. Uh, she wants to be maskless or whatever. If she have her three doses, she probably felt, even if I get a breakthrough, I'll be fine. That's a choice for the vaccinated. It's the people who go out there and have that behavior with no protection that concerns me. Now, I will wear a mask when I'm outside because I don't even, I want to try to avoid even getting the sniffles. But that's me. All right, let's see. AVQs, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, who said CE later? Ah, E2247? Don't know. Okay. Uh, let's see. AVQ says, repeat 
those links near the end of the live stream I'll check them later okay uh, AVQ Tom C says looks like the Supreme Court hold on a second I need to check one other thing here from my peeps uh, all right, sees. Tom C. says, looks like the Supreme Court doesn't want the federal government to do anything to protect workers from COVID or other occupational hazards. And the hypocrisy of the conservatives in the Supreme Court is they have people at more than six feet apart. They won't even get close to people. And the Supreme Court, a couple of the guys who got COVID, they couldn't even come and litigate inside of the Supreme Court. Yet the Supreme Court doesn't want to give the average American worker the ability to tell their bosses, we want the same protections that you have that that that's given in the Supreme Court. Talking about elitism, que pasó? The duck that quacks, welcome aboard. I vote every chance given, so their views are uh, uh, their views are worthless. Look, as it turns out, there are some studies that show that the people's vote that gets passed in Congress are usually the votes from the corporations, and the reason why is because it is actually pretty simple. And we have to stop our own gullibility. We allow the corporatocracy to fool us into voting for the people that least will do for us by telling us things like we can't afford it. There should never be a statement that you believe again after listening to this program saying that we, the American people, cannot afford X, Y, and Z. Look at the billionaires, add up what the billionaires have, Look at what they're arguing about. You see what we are arguing to give to the middle class are peanuts compared to what Bezos has. Look, check this out. Bezos. I don't know if he still have $100 billion since he got divorced, but let's assume he has $100 billion. Check this out. The entire... I want to show you how evil these capitalists are. The entire Build Back Better program would cost, let's say... Two trillion dollars. Let's say, let's even go worse. Three trillion dollars, right? Let's say three trillion dollars. All right. We have all these billionaires. All they would have to say is, you know, they'll say like, you know what? I'm going to give a tithe. I'm going to give ten percent of my wealth to the coffers, so that we can pass these policies without having to do all these machinations to raise taxes. That's way more than the three trillion dollars. Will they do it? No. Will it hurt them if they were to do it? No. Why won't they do it? Remember I told you that these guys are psychopaths? All of them. The fact that you don't have a consortium of billionaires, like you have my friends at the uh, Patriotic Millionaires, what they're doing. The fact that you don't have people like these billionaires that come to a consortium and said, you know what? Capitalism, we have really taken a lot out of this economy. Look at how people are suffering. Look at what has happened to these curves. Let's do something good. Let's do something good. Let's go ahead and give 10% of our wealth to the coffers of the United States, which has been great to us, which ensured that it had the military path, the military to defend us overseas. It had everything necessary to defend us. And it made us those trillions. Would they do it? No. Why? Because they are psychopaths. They are psychopaths. And we're not asking them to give money, cash to anybody. We're saying, make sure kids have daycare. Make sure parents can take family leave. Make sure kids can go to college uh, uh, debt-free. Simple things. That, that it's an investment in people and ultimately will be an investment in them. 
Would they do it? No. Why? You respect a lot of the wealthy. I, cons- I see these wealthy billionaires as psychopaths because there's no more for them to have. But you know, they've taught us to hate ourselves so much that we just want to continue to protect the slave master. Okay, Peggy Lopez says that Restream bought January 10, uh, uh, an oil rig Derek near Bauman, Texas, produced a gush of crude oil, quoting the landscape for hundreds of feet and signaling an advent of the American oil industry. Remember that? I think it's called Spindle Top. Okay, Simon Watt says, stop calling it a democracy. One voter, one vote is a democracy. It has never been so. Electoral colleges of it when six states with an aggregate population of under 1 million and 12 senators and a state of 40 million has two it's not a democracy I, I, I hope you watch our programs because we talk about that all of the times so but the only way we're going to change that is to change people's mindset to take on, on enslave their minds things like <laughs> think about this I want you to think about a filibuster right now we have a filibuster the filibuster is being held up mostly by a lot of the small states the senators from the small states so not only do they get a a majority, uh, uh, the same amount of senators based on less people, but less people all, they, they want even more of these senators to even get something that we want passed. It is not, it, 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 is, it is that we don't have people pointing that out, including Democrats, including the president, that the 50 senators who don't want, the, the, the group of 50 senators who don't want to end the filibuster. They represent a small percentage of the American population. So you're, you had that on, a, on the money, Simone Watts. Tiaula Wilson, but the masses are not voting progressive. I will still vote, but only for those I believe in. I wrote in Bernie because I vote my conscience. People that are good for anyone, most Americans are mentally ill with bad or no medical, medical care. Tuana. Tiaula, I mean, sorry for mispronouncing your name. Stick with us, okay, Tiaola? Because what we have to do as a people, all of us, the, part, the PDR Posse, we the middle class, we the poor, we in between, what we have to do is as follows. We have to be strategic. And let, let me tell you what I tell my, my brothers and my sisters. I vote my conscience when, the, when voting my conscience doesn't change an election to make my brothers and sisters even a little bit better off. Okay? I want you to hear me there. It's important. I voted for uh, Joe Biden, not because I like Joe Biden, but because Joe Biden could have gotten us, not the, the amount of steps that we want with the Bernie Sanders plan, but a little bit closer. And Build Back Better turned out to be a lot better than I would have dared expect from, from uh, Biden. But then again, we have turncoats that are not going ahead and let that pass. But we'll see what happens. That's why you have to vote appropriately, in my humble opinion, in 2022, this year. And we have to get more senators that are progressive, really progressive. Um, let's see what else. Eric Hayes says, these therapeutic things we're already here, but now the government has restricted, again, bad news. I'm not going to, Eric, as long as you continue to put out um, misinformation that most of us who listen to politics don't write and read real newspapers put out, I can't say it. I love you, brother. You're my friend. 
but I cannot allow, I am not going to repeat this so that people on my podcast hear it. God, this goes into podcasts as well. I'm not going to repeat crap to them on podcasts. Our resident says to Simone Watts, yeah, our voter turnout is always less than 100%. Most elections don't even get half our citizens voting, and our Senate is most definitely an anti-democratic system that intentionally gives more power to smaller rural state. That is true. But the difference between the Senate, though, and the House is that uh, it cannot be gerrymandered. So we can, if we get people out, we can, we can do better. But because, remember, the Senate, the Senate cannot be gerrymandered. The House is gerrymandered and continues to be gerrymandered. Michael Rodney says, if you, don't vac- if you don't get vaccinated during a lethal pandemic, you're playing Russian roulette with your lungs and not just yours, but all your friends and families after you catch it. It's a fi- I find it amusing that those who call themselves Christians or care about others are out there getting other people killed. I just think it's ironic. Tiana Wilson says, but the technology failed in animal trials for 13 years. That's not true, Tiana. It's not true. Again, please. Don't follow what my brother Eric Hayes is reading. Those are false information. I wouldn't come on national on a national platform and tell folks go get vaccinated. I have several doctors in my family. My my daughter is uh, three months from completing her med degrees. We all took the vaccines, all three, the two of them plus the boosters, because we did our research. She's done her research. My sister has done her research, and I'm telling you, why believe the charlatanes? and the lies from outside, when even the data is telling you now, the people who are dying are 11 times more the ones who are unvaccinated. Who do you want to be, Tiala? Who do you want to be? Do you want to read all this crap? You know, you have people injecting themselves with horse horse stuff or all these different drugs. What makes you believe that drug would be better than what the other other drugs people are telling you to take? You take Tylenol. Do you know what's in Tylenol? Do you know that Tylenol can destroy your liver if you have a couple of drinks? Did you know that acetaminophen can destroy your, your kidneys? Come on. Not acetaminophen. Um, uh, Advil. Uh, uh, I forgot what kind that is called. Anyhow. So please. Please. Tom says, Eric Hayes AOC is fully vaccinated and boosted and was at an outdoor fully ventilated restaurant in Florida. No need for a mask outside if there are social distances in a crowded venue. Exactly. I didn't even, I should have said that, Tom. See, thanks for correcting there. Uh, Daniel says, notice how Egberto got his orders never to speak about natural immunity. You know why I don't speak about natural immunity? Because we don't know enough about natural immunity. Let me tell you about natural immunity. You get, let's say you get the current virus, which is uh, Omicron, all right? Omicron has a different spike protein completely. Uh, Not completely, I mean partially, all right? A lot of variations in the spike protein. Let's say the way your immune system decides that it's going to find Omicron is it looks at the platform, the, the, the part of the spike that no, other, that no other one of the variants somehow come up with. That natural immunity of Omicron is just, Omic- just to Omicron. What we try to do with vaccines is make them as broad-based as possible. The commonality between that particular virus, in this case, a spike protein that has been very robust so far with mutations around the side, okay? And that's the reason why this is not about, look, if natural immunity worked and was the real thing, I would be all for it. You know, I don't like drug companies. I think they're thugs, they're thieves. I think the drug companies are legal theft, legal thieves, period. But not because they're legal thieves, mean that if they have a product that works, I'm going to go against it. 
Even the mRNA creator said it isn't safe. I am telling people not to get it, but read the stuff first. I have. And that is a false interpretation. And he's already come out and said it's a false interpretation. Please read. Don't, don't use the bits and pieces that the right wants you to do, Tiala. Please don't. Uh, the duck that quack says, why do you think anyone cares about what you think about vaccines, Danny? I do care what, what, what Daniel thinks about vaccine, though, the duck that quack. So let me tell you why. I want, unlike, unlike those on the right who don't give a damn, I do give a damn about Daniel. I do give a damn about the ducks that quack. I do give a damn about Mindy Juliano. I do give a damn about, uh, uh, about Tiala Wilson, about everybody here, whether you agree with me or not. I don't want you hurt at all. That's not my game. My game is humanity. When, welcome aboard, Mindy Juliano. Uh, Michael Rodney says, we got some sad conservatives in chat as the cool popular girls keep rejecting them. If Republicans are, made, are mad they can't date me, they can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto the boyfriend. That's what AOC said. I, I thought it was funny because they really were messing with his foot, right? The duck that quacks says, I assure you I, can, I care zero about your vaccine views. Uh, C.L. Stevenson says, of course, welcome C.L. Of course the vaccine is safe. Over a billion people have been vaccinated. I mean, it, evidence doesn't seem to matter to some, right? Peggy Lopez says, has there been a decision from the Supreme Court on the COVID case? Not yet. Uh, Mende Juliano says, how would one know if he or she has immunity to new, a new virus? You know what? The truth of the matter is you don't know, right? In fact, you could get some other coronavirus that has nothing to do with COVID and then just drop dead from that too. I mean, that's life. A lot of people's immune system would adapt to whatever foreign substance come in. But what generally happens is we get these pandemics where it go from people to people to people to people to people. And that's the problem. You know, every year I guarantee you somebody dies of something we ain't got a clue of what they died of. I can almost guarantee you that. Daniel says, Build Back Better is a feature of the global plan for the Great Reset. Don't know what that is? You might want to correct your ignorance soon. I know what the Great Reset is, but for other... The conspiracies that you guys read, I, I, it, it behooves me how very intelligent people, and, and by the way, I have family as well, that have graduated first in the class, that have adopted this nonsense. I have. And I'm still trying to figure out what is the technique, what is the spike protein that get to you guys. I'm trying to get it because I need to find how to get to that spike protein. But the fact that you are here, uh, Daniel and Eric and all my right-wingers that stay with me and, and that you're reasonably decent in here without throwing bombs tells me that we can at least communicate and, and I love that. Um, C.L. Stevenson says, Hi, Mr. Willis. Watching you from France. Love your commentary. Sir, cheers. C.L. Stevenson, thank you so kindly from call, checking us out from France. Please share us in France as well. Uh, Maywood says, replying to Eric Hayes, Eric, exactly. How is the government restricting the therapeutics? They're not. They're just a limited amount, limited amount of it. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, uh, the Dr. Quad says, the Great Reset? Another Republic. Yeah, it's, I, and they believe these things, you know? They believe these things. Okay, continue. The Dr. Quad says, where do the Q humans come up with the, their tribe? Is there a QYT? <laughs> I... I don't know, but you know, they sure make a lot of money of it. They make a lot of money on it. Lesser of multiple evils, maybe it was a choice for voting. Daniel, the biggest conspiracy theory in all human history is that America is 
racist. That's what Daniel says. Really, Daniel? Daniel, I live it. Look, all, to all my white brothers and sisters in here, I love you. And thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting Politics Done Right. You guys are great. But for you to say, when I go to certain parts of Houston, Texas, or certain parts of New York, or certain parts of anywhere, that there isn't racism in America, uh, Daniel, that is an easy way. Or for the way cops treat people of color, that's an easy way to lose credibility. We live it. We live it. I'm a professional engineer, business owner, all these things that I've done. Now turn full-time political activist. Don't pay good, but still. And I, st I still see it. I feel it. I live it. And do you know how it feels when somebody had the nerve to say, oh, what you're seeing isn't really racism. It's just maybe they just don't like you. No, that's not it. Tom C. says, U.S. is now an anocracy, semi-democracy, a form of government that mixes democratic with autocratic features. Such regimes are susceptible to outbreaks of armed conflict and adverse changes in leadership. I agree. Daniel says, Carl Cox, do you believe in unicorns as well? No, not really. Carl paints with a broad brush, according to Duck Neck Quacks. Uh, Alistair Waters, thank you. Alistair Waters, thank you. Ibuprofen is one that affects the kidneys. Thank you for giving me the type. Man, you guys, my people are on the ball. You guys who listen to Politics and Right, all of you are so, you know, están en la ola, mis amigas y amigos. All right, Carl Cox says, okay, the Trump supporters are racist. I stand corrected. No, uh, all Trump supporters aren't racist either. I have relatives that are Trump supporters that aren't racist. I have relatives that are Trump supporters that are racist too, but not all of them are. Uh, let's see. Here are the excuses for AOC being a hypocrite. She's not a hypocrite. Eric Hayes says you don't believe in it. And Robert Roberto Luis, mi Panamanian favorito, says, high politics and right if you think about it. Billionaires is at a point of that level of no return to work hard. So the re respect for the average person of respect is not there in mind set to help come up or spread the wealth. You see, their wealth is based on others' hard work. Slaves. Thank you, Roberto. So Egberto has great point of billionaires not sharing their wealth. Listen, billionaires are some of the biggest psychopaths we have on the planet. Tiola Wilson says, I don't believe in a horse dewormer for people. I don't take Tylenol. I don't even take birth control. My mom and nieces were vaxxed and boosted and still passed it on to me and my daughter. I hear you, Tiana. But you know what, Tiala? Tiala, sorry, Tiala. You're alive and you didn't get it as bad as you could have. Wow, I have so many videos to show, but you guys are talking, talking, talking. And I'm, I, I'd much rather talk to you all. So let's keep it going. So you are calling me a racist? Well, Carl Cox is a misogynist. Okay, let me stop. Daniel, I know you personally. Do I think you're a racist? No. Do you do racist things? Yes. Uh, and and there, are, there are reasons I'm not going to say on air why I, I, I do not cop to a lot of people in here who just look at you and say, based on how you speak, you're a racist. I know other things about you that tells me you're really not, uh, not a racist as racists come. Okay? And Carl Cox is no misogynist. Uh, let's see. The duck that quack says, "Go hug a black man, Danny." <laughs> I've hugged that. I've I've hugged Daniel Ledo before at a democratic, uh, not a democratic one, at a um, stuff here in Houston. 
But the la- because I'm Panamanian, we're Latinos now. We hug everybody, right? We we love people. We love people. And you know, every time I see Daniel, I used to give Daniel a big hug. Hey man, how you doing? And I slap all my old tea party guys and all that kind of stuff. And the last time I saw Danny boy, and I'm you know my regular thing going to give Danny a hug, he pulled back and he says, "You are dangerous." I'm like, Dan, come on, Dan. You remember that, Daniel? When I was at the Kingwood Area Democrats tent? <laughs> and I said, whoa, this guy's kind of taking this stuff really to heart. Don't worry, Danny. If I see you again, I'm still going to try to hug you, brother. I mean, I'm not going to invade your space. If you kind of give me the thing that says, hell no, then it's hell no. It's your, it's your space. It's your space. All right. EW, this guy, Danny, blows the same smoke every day. Yes, just like a lot of others. All right, let's see what else we have. Are we really take, talking about Republicans and racism? Sure. I'll join a majority of Republicans or racists according to multiple polls. Look, I don't, uh, and, and you're not going to like what I'm going to say here, Rudnan, but it's, I've, I've, I've proven this. Republicans are no more racist than Democrats, okay? I go to all the liberal uh, stuff, to you know, the conventions and all of that, and I'll be very frank with you. Republicans go out of the way when I go to the Republican functions to make me feel comfortable uh, in, in, in all white spaces. I don't, need to, I don't need anybody to make me feel comfortable in all white spaces. I feel comfortable everywhere. But you can see the concerted effort when I go to Republican events where they, they want to dispel the notion that they're racist. So, you know, they try to make me feel comfortable. When I go to my progressive, my liberal uh, organizations or whatever, I encounter a ton of racists that, you know, both the recessive one and the real ones. And I've written about this, that story at my blog site. So let's not sit back there. Now, I'm looking at my progressives in here. And you guys are wonderful people. Wonderful. We are, progressives are intellectually not racist. The policies that we want to pass are that of inclusivity. We promote inclusivity in the party. We also promote inclusivity in a lot of different areas. But when it comes to human nature, in my experience, and I'm all over the place, before the pandemic that is, I have not found uh, Democrats or progressives to be any less racist or more racist than Republicans. I remember one time my wife used to say things like, people are people, and it's the truth. You know, it is the truth. Now, some of us put on an act because, you know, we have to be a certain way. And I think unless we confront all these issues, the reason why Democrats don't ever feel that need to fulfill their promise to the black community, let's say, or the Latino community after they get into power, it's not because that uh, they can't get it done. It's because they don't think they don't think them sufficiently as merit as meritorious. They don't think them sufficiently equal to them. That's why they would change the voting rights, or they will change the bills to get the, uh, the to pass the uh, debt ceiling. And I agree with that. They'll change it to increase the debt, and I agree with that. But how is Voter rights for everybody less important than that. It's not. And the reason why is in the, you know, I want to make this clear to my progressive listeners as well, because it's only we who can change ourselves as well. 
if they thought the same, if they gave the same importance to people of color, knowing what the Republicans are doing right now, we would not be discussing this. These laws would be passed already. But they think of others as less meritorious, less human, less deserving, less equal. Racism is across the board, people. And I'm not going to tag, like I said, Daniel come in here and says some racist things. But I'm not going to tag Daniel and say, oh, Daniel is so much more racist than a lot of other progressives I know out there that just aren't saying the things Daniel is willing to say out loud. I'm just saying. I am just saying. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Peggy Lopez, if we, if we don't believe in free expression for people we despise, we don't believe in it all. Uh, the duck that quack says, Danny Trumpolini is an authoritarian. I agree. Daniel, uh, ABQ says, Daniel, do you think vaccine mandates are authoritarian? He thinks so, but it's not. Gracie Allen, welcome to Politics and Right. How are you doing today? May Wood, welcome. I think I saluted you already. Carl Cox says, GOP are the Banana Republic lovers. That includes Daniel, GOP politicians. Well, you know. Uh, let's continue. Michael Rodney says, Eric Hayes, that news break link is sourced to an unknown site again. <laughs> they do that a lot. Eric Hayes says, do you, do you think that comparing 9-11 and Pearl Harbor to 1-6 is bad for those that died in the actual events that are truly historically important? No, I don't. I think that 1-6 was worse than Pearl Harbor. 1-6 was worse than 9-11. And it's not hard at all to explain that. You see, 9-11, we knew where it was coming from. It was coming from without. It was coming externally. It is something we know we have to fight. Pearl Harbor, the same. We were, it was during war, and Japan turned, and Japan blew us up, etc. That was bad. But when you have an attack, when you have an insurrection, when you have murders occurring from within, that is like brother killing brother. How can that be compared to war? How can that be compared to an external terrorist event? No. One six or is orders of magnitude or orders is orders of magnitude worse than 9-11 and Pearl Harbor combined because this is a cancer from within. And what metastasis here is dangerous. All right, Daniel, that's between two other people. Uh, Michael Renner says, Egberto, racism is a spectrum. Eh, I agree. Absolutely so. But you know what? Racism as a spectrum is not all visible. Remember, there is a visible part of the, the light spectrum and there's an invisible part of the spectrum. What I like about living in the South, and let me just be frank, I've told this story a lot of times, is I, I, uh, I like the idea that the, those people who are prejudiced against me, those people who think less of me, I am much. I feel much better when they just outright show me, than those who do it, as you would say, brother Rudnan, in a, in a, in the invisible spectrum. I you know, and that's why I think what Trump did, as bad as it is, brought out a lot of those people that we needed to bring out. Daniel says, I do remember, and yes, you are dangerous, but I have further come to believe that beyond that, you are my enemy. Okay, Daniel, I am your enemy. But I don't consider you an enemy. For there to be a mutual, mutual war, both of us have to consider the other one the enemy. And let me tell you, Daniel, you see, if I consider you the enemy, see, I know where your sources of information come from. And if I sit back and follow your tenet, 
and also reverse and consider you, Daniel, my enemy, they win. You don't win. You ain't winning nothing or anything. You ain't winning anything. So therefore, everybody, listen, I want you, I want you guys to use this, all right? I told a story for those who are just coming. I told a story. I know Daniel personally. And Daniel was a Tea Party guy, nice guy, uh, but Tea Party. And we used to talk and have great conversation every time I see Daniel. Give Daniel a hug. I hug everybody. I'm a Latino, Panamanian, Caribbean kind of a guy. And the last time I saw him before the pandemic, I was at the Kingwood Area Democrats, and I attempted to do what I always do. Hey, Daniel, how you doing? And by that time, Daniel was like, oh, no, no, no. You know, Trump is in office now, and I guess, and, you know, everybody done gone bat, you know what, crazy, and he doesn't want to hug anymore, and that's fine. I don't interrupt anybody's space. And why does Daniel come back today and say, yes, I do remember, he says. And yes, you are dangerous, he says about me. But I have further come to believe that beyond that, you are my enemy. And my message to Daniel is as follows. I will never consider you my enemy. Because if I consider you, Daniel, my enemy, the people I know who are really pushing the misinformation, the fallacies, the lies that are destroying this country would have won. Because then I would be at your throat just like you want to be at my throat. I won't give them that, that, I won't give them that win. For them to win, both of us have to hate each other. For them to win, both of us have to go to war with each other. And I want everybody listening to this conversation here to understand that. That is the modus operandi of the plutocracy. They need to have Daniel picking up an AK whatever and using it against others. And others to do the same. They need that. Because they're going to profit from that and much more. I want you guys to understand this, people. The duck that quacks. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Alistair says, what world needs now is love, Daniel. Daniel says, I wonder if Egberto agrees that non-citizens, illegal aliens, should be given the right to vote. You see, we are changing subject. I'm not going to change the subject of today. Uh, the duck that quacks. Hug your enemy, but check for knives. <laughs> love you. Love you, duck that quacks. Daniel says, Alistair Waters, yes it does, but love will not save us from the destruction that the Marxist leftist agenda will visit on all to you. And they believe that, uh, Alistair. They, look, they, the caricature that these guys make of, 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 uh, of progressives and liberals, I would be scared of me too. I'm telling you. I sat and watched all their, not only Fox News, but ONN and um, OAN and all these others. These guys live in a fear-mongering, scary place. We can't join them there. We can't. We just can't. Okay, let's see what else I got. Daniel says, Egberto, SHITs, and all the people who were actual slaves calling voluntary employment to slavery. The same is true when you compare one-sixth. And I'm glad you brought that up. No, you see what I'm, I'm not... I had this conversation with people, you know, with, with, with scholars as well. And you know what? After some, some of them disagreed with me. But after that, some of them actually said, you know, Egberto, when you put it that way, you're actually correct. The only way we are going to get together is to let them realize that slavery was just, the, you know how we talk about the test? Slavery, the, the manhandling of black folk, and that was just the, that was a primitive way. That was a primitive slavery way, right? And black people and the indigenous and others suffered through that whip and cut and slice and indignities for slavery. 
But the master found a much better way to do it, and it was called capitalism. A different kind of capitalism, a better way. Because the way we do it now, we take away all the responsibility away from the capitalist who had to take care of his slaves. The slave was property and all of that. His means of production was controlled by human property. He learned. Now he doesn't need to own the property. He just needs to rent the property. And the renting of the property is, guess who? You. I pay you to do a certain job. I pay you for your intellect. You pay to go to school. After you pay to go to school, I collect money from the interest that you pay to go to school. And then I also profit from your intellect to make the shareholders and those, the plutocrats, rich. That's how it works. It is slavery. It is slavery. It is just antiseptic. We just found a way to do it that is more palatable. And people don't go ahead and think, down. we just make you believe that you, you're rich. We make... We make some exec lower-level managers and they think they're, they're, they're fighting to keep the system because they're just in the right place. But the vast majority of Americans, you know, you know when people talk about a paycheck away from poverty or they, always ha they can't go to the doctor they want to see and all of that, it's the system we designed that way. And it is a system to... Con it, it is a form of slavery. And I have no apologies... To my black brothers and sisters, if you forgot, I am also a black dude. You know what I mean? I have no apologies. You know, I have no apologies that we were the slaves that they cut up, they whip, and all of that. The new slaves, they don't have to do that anymore because they figured out a newer way to do it. Think about it. And that's not to take away that they need, there needs to be reparations and all of that. That's not to take away any of that. Carl Cox says, Daniel, for more, people die as a result of conservative politics. That's true. Linda Jo Kessinger says, agree, January 6th was a direct attack on the fundamentals of democracy, instigated and participated in by those who have sworn to protect those policies. Uh, Maywood says, oh, that's a reply, Daniel, you and pushing the disinformation and lies and you don't understand war very well. I, again, you constantly tell me that, but you have not ever pointed out what disinformation I put out. Egberto, you have to understand that conservatives are quick to hate those outside their narrow in-groups while believing those others hate them. You know, it's funny. And, and that's why I put out, that's why I put that out, um, uh, Brother Rudnin. I am not going to go around and hate. You don't see me cutting people off, telling them don't come back. I want them here. You won't see me doing that because you're exactly right, Senor Rudnin. All right, Roberto Lewis says, great point of comparison, 911, uh, Pearl Harbor, and insurrection as a military retired insurrection, totally worse. There you go. And you serve. I, Roberto was in Iraq. I remember <laughs> there was one time, I remember when the bombs were flying, and me and Roberto was on the phone. Roberto's like, man, the, 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 uh, we are in, in a bunker or something, and the missile's coming in. And I remember you, I remember those days. He served. He served. He can speak. Michael Rudnan says, Capitalism, the value of production that workers create is always largely greater than the wages those workers earn. The difference going to the pocket of the capitalist class. And that's what it has always been. When they had the slavery days, the slavery was just a means of production and they got nothing. Now they decided, well, we can give them, we can rent them. We don't have to buy them. We don't have to clothe them. We don't have to feed them. We don't have to do anything any of that we just rent them and when we rent them 
if they go bad, if they go sick, we dump them and the next one we get for rent. You know, you have to put it in those terms for people to really understand what's going on, right? Because the way you look at it and say, oh, well, we're a meritocracy. If you know how to do the work or you go to school and make yourself educated, you can come and work for Exxon. Exxon is going to give you a good salary and it gives you uh, upward mobility. Oh, really? You know who really makes the money in Exxon? Look at the folks who actually run Exxon and you want to know where, the re where your money really goes. Nobody's going to tell you that because if you found that out, hmm, it would be dangerous. We are at 4:56. I haven't asked for anything yet. I haven't brought out any. I haven't brought out any videos. Anything. The videos are there in the blog for you guys to see. But it was so much better talking to all of you with the with the questions and stories that you had because you know what? I love actually interpreting, talking, putting things, giving a different perspective than most people would normally hear in regular TV. So if you like what you hear. If you believe in the things that you're hearing, please go ahead and, uh, and uh, please go ahead and support us. If you're on YouTube, please go ahead and click that thing that says join. Become a part of our posse. Help me tell the message. Help me get others out there so that when voting comes, if people don't think it makes sense to say, I'm not voting because they didn't do what I want, but instead say, I am voting to make sure those who didn't do what we want are kicked out and we bring those who will do what we demand kicked in. Let's remember that. Uh, please, if you don't see that join button on YouTube, please support us at this. Uh, oh, my keyboard, is it not working? Please support, let me go ahead and do this again. Please support us at politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, you can support us at Patreon. We need more Patreon as well. We need a thousand patrons, a thousand uh, of these guys. We're at 300, at, uh, still at 300 at YouTube and only at about 130 or so at uh, Patreon. So please support us at either one. Both of you want, you can give a little bit at each just so we can get our numbers up. Likewise, you can support us at PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. That's one of our preferred methods, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Um, you can either do a one-time or PayPal also now gives you the ability to do several, uh, do it on a monthly basis if you so desire. You can get all our, our, our books, our, our t-shirts, our hoodies, etc. at politicsandright.com slash store, politicsandright.com slash stores. And don't forget our books. A lot of what I talk about here is you, you get it in easier language in much detail in all our books, politicsandright.com slash books. Check it out. Just go to that link. See all the books. Get them, I, I, I guarantee you, by getting the books, you're helping me and uh, do all of this. I need help. Right now, I'm working 16 hours a day. You can ask my daughter who tells me all the time, that is time to go to sleep. She goes to sleep and get up to use the bathroom, and guess what? I'm still up. So please, we need as much support as you can provide to us uh, because that is what allows us to tell the truth. You know, the, ads, the ad guys just give you ads, and that's paid for by the corporation, right? So MSNBC and all these guys can't tell you everything that I can but you guys are the ones who are supporting this project of making America not only smarter, but get them away from the foolery that comes on all these different stations. You can get all my books at politicsandright.com slash books. politicsandright.com slash books. Um, if you can find all the different methods of support by going to, whoops, what did I do to my screen? I hope I didn't mess my screen up. There you go. I was about to lose a whole damn screen. Uh, politicsandright.com slash support is the place. Politicsandright.com is support is the place. Now, I, I got to love Eric Hayes. Eric says, 
Egberto said, no, no, what, what he says, he says, uh, <laughs> Eric tells me, I'm great. Thank you, Eric. Coming from you, that means a lot too. Uh, Daniel says, Egberto sells his books via evil corporations. Yes, I do. He does not even have the basic moral character to practice what he preaches. No, I do have the moral character. You know, I am not trying to, I am trying to change the world or trying to change things as best as I can. But in the, in the interim, I have to use the methods of production that we have, right? And uh, the, way, the easiest way to get it out to people. That's what I do. So I am not apologizing for that at all. That's what I have to do. I do what I have to do. So anyhow, hey guys, it's 5 o'clock even. I got to get out of here. I want to thank you guys. You guys didn't have to be here. You could be anywhere. We had four videos that I was supposed to show you today. I'll either show you them tomorrow, but if more videos come up for tomorrow, I'll just tell you that inside of the blog for the show, you can find all these videos and programs as blogs uh, within the blog. So please check it out. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.